Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Welcome one, welcome. Well, all of you. I am Katie Pector, joined by David Fialrazzo. And before we get started, yes, I just want to show some love right here, a little heart to our sponsor, Switch to America. We're in the holiday season. It's here. Where there's many a holidays in it. Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas, someone's birthday. Boxing Day. Anyway, well, who cares? About Your birthday's this? in December? Send me Merry, uh, Merry Christmas to me. I'm turning another year older. Anyway, we're moving into the holiday season, and it is important to support our small businesses right here in the United States of America while we still are. Now, uh, we can do all of this. We can support our friends by supporting our friends by visiting switchtoamerica.com. Yes, and if you didn't get that the first time, it's switchtoamerica.com. Go there right now and see all the alternatives to the everyday items you use that are made right here in the USA. Again, switchtoamerica.com. Dot com. If you love this country, please support American companies. <sighs> I, it, I'm happy and also ugh, today back, back because to the news. we have a middle school teacher <laughs> in Connecticut who was just fired after undercover video reveals sexual comments being made about his students. David. This is creepy. And if you watch the video, if you watch the video, you might, first of all, get disgusted but also watch the, they have to, they're out in public. It was kind of an undercover thing. So you have to watch for the, read the video, what he's actually saying. And it is disgusting, but he's a teacher, a middle school English teacher at Greens Farms Academy, Westport, Connecticut. He's also the private school's writing center director and a coach on the boys soccer team. And he was caught on this undercover video making explicit sexual remarks about his students. His name is Iman Rasti. And let's roll one of those videos, please. Every day there's different panties on green, black, white. We make sure that the panty is positioned in a way that I actually see the thing. That's just brutal. That's Iman Rasti. Born and raised in Iran, he is a middle school English teacher at Greens Farms Academy, as well as the seventh grade dean and the director of the private school's writing center. Are you even tempted? Yes. It's very hard. It's very. I mean, literally, I can solve that. I'm sure they can, but. That possibly means me losing my job, my reputation. It's risky. It's way too risky. Here's the deal. I watched the entire video, and that was Project Veritas doing what Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, they do by having undercover video and getting these teachers to just freely, openly speak about, apparently, in this man's case, his sexual desires for his students and if you had a hard time like hearing maybe you're, if you're just listening and not able to, to view uh the video right now he was talking about how the female students seventh graders mind you maybe they sit with their legs spread a little bit apart and if they're in a skirt or dress things are visible their underwear is visible and apparently they rasty his eyes just directly go there and and he's tempted every day he said every day Every day. Gross. Um, you know, 
there, there's a lot going on here. Um, one thing I want to do, and I don't want to say it's uh, young girls who dress provocatively, it's not their fault. And by the way, he's a creep. But some of them probably are really enjoying or did enjoy the attention. They would sit and spread their legs and reveal their panties. Whatever else is going on, they know, he, they know he's looking at them. How long was this going on? Who knows? But you kind of go, okay, this guy's gone. He got fired, right? Iman from Iran. Uh, but what about the young girls? I mean, are, do they think this is a joke? Do they think that was fun? Um, are they doing it in other classes? Are they doing it to their boyfriends? You know what I mean? It's, that, that's where I think. I think, okay, I, I, this teacher obviously had a problem, but what got him looking in the first place? And I'm not justifying anything, anyway, by the way. But th th this, this is something to think about the entire picture yep, of yep. this. He, he clearly has issues. I mean, just yes. listen to what he also had to say. Oh, boy. So we see a 15-year-old girl, and then next year they come back to school, and she's a woman. She's a woman. There's no way. She has gained weight just doing nothing. It's clear that she has had sex. A lot of sex. Not with my K-12, but college. Mm -hmm. He was talking about how he used to teach college and he used to have sex with, as he said, many, many, many students. So this man clearly takes advantage of any of uh, any. He feels superior to to these victims. Yep. Um, he says that he has not. I'm going to put yet had sex with any of his students, anyone in the K-12 through 12. Yeah. But it was almost like a point of pride where he said, oh, yeah, many, many in the college level. And then the fact that he said he can tell he, the clip started with like he can tell that if these girls, he said, like the 15 year old girls, if they have had sex, if they come back from the summer, like to school, he can see it on their face. They're, they're now women. And that may be a cultural thing coming through on that front but it's still definitely not right for here in america yeah creepy he said you know they've gained weight and they look different in a year they grow and whatever else but yeah the guys obviously and, and who knows how many of men like him and there's been some women by the way that taken advantage of young male students but yeah. this I, is bad yes i think this is a good time to point out though mom and dad as we yep. continue to say this is what it takes for us to make change happen, to get this creep out. Because Project Veritas did this undercover video and they put it out on Twitter and they put it out everywhere else and people saw it, action was taken and they got rid of him. Michelle uh, Levi, a spokesperson for the Green Farms Academy, told the Hartford Current that it, after it became aware of the undercover recording of Rasty, he was placed on leave and an investigation was initiated. Local police told the Current that it was aware of the Project Veritas video, but uh, indicated there's no active investigation into the matter. And then we'll see. But it, this is what it takes to actually have action happen. Good point. Good point. All right, still to come, a Canadian school board decides whether a man who wears an enormous prosthetic chest in class, you've seen pictures, I'm sure, is still able to teach in the district. We'll tell you what went down when we return.
If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Oh, well, we have more on the crazy of Canada or Canada, for those of you who find Canada offensive. Uh, that shop teacher, remember we talked about him? The one, you know, ever, like, like every ordinary shop teacher who has giant watermelons on his chest. That one. The Halton School District Board said uh, that after reviewing their dress code for their lovely shop teacher, who apparently has issues using a saw right now, but... At least he's not trying to he's not trying to saw off his chest at the moment. Just sawing a piece of wood. Uh, they said that Kayla Lemieux, as she he is known, after reviewing their dress code and seeing, even though he wears these giant watermelon breasts, uh, you know, you you can't do it. You can't you can't exclude him from being able to do that because it would result in considerable liability. And I'd love as we see the. Halton School District Board actual remarks on their pieces of paper, the placement of the photograph in the background reviewing our friend Lemieux. Now, as the report said, if an employer's dress and grooming standards place more difficult requirements on female employees relative to those placed on male employees or require female employees to dress in a manner which is more conventional, such standards could form the basis of a discrimination claim under that code. Um, he is not a she. So what are they talking about right now? Okay, it's, it's Canada. The code that uh, is mentioned here is uh, by the board. It refers to the Ontario Human Rights Code policy on sexualized and gender-specific dress codes. As the report had noted, it was specifically written to prevent women from being forced to wear things like high heels or tight clothing or low-cut tops, reinforcing the stereotypical and sexist notions about how women should look and may violate Ontario's human rights code. Again, you can see on the screen, Kayla Lemieux with his giant watermelon breasts that have actual nipples protruding from them. And we're talking about stereotypes of women. David, as a male, can you provide some insight into into this line of thinking? Well, it's interesting. I thought when you brought up the fact that um, this goes back to some of the uh, code, they were you know women being forced to wear high heels, tight clothing, low cut tops. Think, boy, isn't isn't that interesting? That kind of like the story we just got done talking about, where the guys all turned on by young students. But this is a different case. He, he and I call him. He he seems to be mocking this whole thing taking it to such an extreme degree. And I haven't heard enough commentary in that light that this guy is obviously saying, hey, trans community, you want to identify as whatever and, and wear whatever and have the right to do it here? Watch this. Well, here's the deal, though, still, because we've reported on this man uh, several times at this point. Yep. It seemed like, okay, 
he's mocking. Mm -hmm. But then this has gone on for like a year now. Has it been that long? It's been a while. Wow. It's been it's in terms of like he started doing it and then the press got wind of it several months ago now. But it's like he's been doing this for a while. So now some people still think, oh, maybe it's still mockery. Other people think this is actually some sort of a fetish he has. Like there's a there's a, yeah. a fetish for everything, apparently. And there is a term out there that they I know I read in one of the stories about it that it there's a term for what he's doing with having the large uh, prosthetic breaths. I don't know which one is correct. Yeah. All I know is students have to see this every day, whether he's mocking or whether it's like a fetish. How does, it, how does that help students at all? Either way, how does it help students? And so the, they conclude that imposing a dress code would result in liability, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. especially in regard to the transgender community. I, again, this is where we're throwing in a little delusion. We're throwing in a little crazy because now what right is wrong and up is down and left is right, um, figuratively anyway. But coming up, in the name of equity and inclusion, New Hampshire makes history by redefining the word miss with a capital M, miss. Just wait till you see who took the crown at this year's Miss Greater Derby. Stay with us. Do you love America? Are you a patriot who desires to preserve the freedoms we enjoy for generations to come? Then let's take action. Every few days, we give our money to the big box stores. How we spend our dollars could be the most important vote. Do these stores promote freedom and American values? Is that where we should be buying our everyday household products for the rest of our lives? What if we just stop? What if we shopped with a family-owned manufacturer who believes in preserving our freedoms? That's why SwitchToAmerica.com was created. SwitchToAmerica.com gives patriots the ability to walk away from the big box stores forever. This is a movement that pledges allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. SwitchToAmerica.com. Take action if you love this country. Here is a great way to show it. SwitchToAmerica.com. Women don't matter. <laughs> what? Period. Uh, they don't. They, women don't matter. And that's why we just had a male win the Another Miss America contest? sponsored beauty pageant for the first time. Yes, Brianne. Looks like Brian, but Brianne. Guyan is the first biological man to win a Miss America competition after taking home the title of Miss Greater Dairy 2023 Dairy, okay. in New Hampshire. Now, per the website, the Miss Greater Dairy Scholarship Program provides scholarships to young women. Or, in Brianne's case, wearing a long red dress while, I guess, parading on, on the, geez, the stage... To an Elton John oh original goodness. song, of course. Uh, yeah, that that allows you to to earn a scholarship, as long as you're between the ages of 17 and 24. Apparently, that's all it takes because Miss America is no longer oh for the gosh. ladies. Listen to the applause of the affirming Can you feel the love New tonight, Hampshire apparently. audience, right? Right. Yes. Is, isn't this? You know what? We're gonna have this conversation again because we've talked about sports. We've talked about boys competing as girls. 
in girls' sports, uh, men competing in women's sports. And here we are now, we're talking one of the most basic things, a beauty pageant. Beauty meaning how God made you, how God naturally created the sexes, the male and female. And here we are having, it's, it's a mockery. I'm going to call him Brian because <laughs> it's, it's spelled that way. So Brian wins. Now, I just want to see, do we have la a picture of last year's winner in it? Look at that. Oh, my goodness. She's oh, beautiful. Mackenzie. She's beautiful. All right. So, well, you know, some would say, well, he's beautiful. I mean, no, I will say he. Uh, you know what? Um, uh, he's probably handsome without all that makeup and it, well, anyway, here's he, the deal. He, he, he has just changes everything. He has things he wants to say. So on Instagram, of course, upon celebrating the win, because now, now he gets to be Instagram famous and social media famous. This has created a whole different page now that he's won. So I guess it's finally time to introduce myself. My name is Brian Nagayan. I am 19 years old and I currently am a freshman at Nashua Community College majoring in business management. I hope to use my degree so that I can create sustainable ethical and inclusive products such as clothing, cosmetics, and accessories. I also hope to continue to grow my career in the modeling and social media industry. Tell me, tell me this is not all a ploy to get the likes and followers and social media famous. Mm. His agenda right here, it even says on his Instagram, my social impact initiative is hashtag Queens are everywhere. Queens. This is are a media everywhere. movement that helps the next generation develop self-confidence, realize their potential, and become the leaders of their destiny. Destiny. So we saw him parade across the stage in the dress. I think we have a video of him actually winning and being crowned. Can we skip to the good part? Now, oh, go, I was gonna say, whatever his motives are, I, I want to comment, I've seen this and I'm sick of it. I've seen nine-year-olds being paraded on a stage in Good Morning America, and the adults are applauding. I wanna speak to those who are affirming this. And are you gonna have any remorse when they get older and have issues, or young children today following these apparent role models, right? They're examples, right? They're winning, they're being applauded. Are you, children, when they get older and do go through these hormone treatments and possible surgeries, chest surgeries, mastectomies, double mastectomies, and what they're calling bottom surgeries, all right? Is there going to be any remorse? Are you going to say, well, maybe I shouldn't have applauded that? So that's just my word to those in the audience. Uh, no, because hashtag queens are everywhere, as Brian so Brian. eloquently <laughs> pointing out. Well, all right, still to come, Florida continues to be the place where woke goes to die. Yes. Where again, I, he missed the opportunity. It should have been woke goes to sleep and then never wakes up. <laughs> missed the opportunity to hit that one, but I digress. Uh, the state votes to ban doctors from prescribing puberty blockers, hormones, or performing surgeries on kids. Yay! Stay with us. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David, or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us.
All right, friends, uh, this next story, you're going to find it very, very interesting, maybe. But let's go to Florida, where Florida banned puberty blockers for transgender sur and transgender surgery for minors. Now, you might think, OK, why is this a headline? Because it's Florida. Well, thank God for Florida again. Um, not the whole state, but uh, go DeSantis. And these are some of the decisions that other states have to watch what Florida states like Florida do because this is so important to take a stand for this why because you are protecting children in this case it's the Florida Board of Medicine and State Board of Osteopathic Medicine uh, they voted Friday to ban puberty blockers and sex and I put this in quotes reassignment because you know what our beliefs are about you can't reassign what God designed so there is no such thing, but that's the language we have to use. Um, sex reassignment surgery as treatments for transgender minors in the state. The Board of Medicine voted six to three with five others not present. That's interesting um, to forbid doctors from prescribing puberty blockers and hormones or performing surgeries until a victim. I mean, uh, this says a patient is 18. Exceptions will be made, Katie for children who are already receiving the treatment. There, is that a little like, okay, we'll give them this? Yeah. So children who are children, children minors. Yeah. Remember, if you give a mouse a cookie, you know, leads to everything else. Or you give them an inch, they take a mile. That's what happens. They're giving them an inch. But I, I want to look at the positives here yes. because they are actually doing something where they did vote to ban it. So they're not going to, they're going to allow what's already receiving the treatment because I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if it would be more detrimental right now. <laughs> I say cutting off the <laughs> treatment, but probably not. But, you know, I'm not I'm not sure what would be more detrimental on, on that front. But the Florida Board of uh, Osteopathic Medicine, they also voted to ban the use of puberty blockers. And as you say, the sex, not air quotes, reassignment surgery in new patients who are minors, but they allowed the exception again for the ones in clinical studies. Um, in Florida is just one of at least nine states at this point who are prohibiting Medicaid coverage of gender transition services, which means the government insurance, the Medicaid isn't, your tax dollars aren't going to pay for the surgeries. It's like p parents actually would have to pay private insurance or out of pocket. Okay. Ah. Uh. At least nine states. At least, yeah, I mean. How many states are there? 50? 84? Uh, uh, 57, uh, right? Didn't, 26, uh, anyway. carry the four. But, but, is um, there a niner in there? It is our hope that more states will follow this kind of thinking and um, actually just have some conviction as far as what's happening to our children today and the messages they're receiving and the direction, the decisions that are being made. But, um, there, let's see, there, there's Dr. David Diamond. He's a radiation oncologist. Uh, he said the chief point of agreement among all of the experts, and I must emphasize this, is that there is a pressing need for, uh, pressing need for additional high-quality clinical research. Bingo! Yeah. So, oh, meaning uh, the actual yeah, science? that's why. Yeah, he said the board, the, he's the, the chair of the board of medicine, and he says, hey, look, look here. We're doctors. We do clinical trials. We, we anticipate what's going to happen. What are the repercussions of our actions? 
we need better research before we yes. are just doing this, chopping off body parts, giving puberty blockers, doing all of the chemical, air quotes, enhancements to our children. Oof. If you can call we it need high quality clinical research. So yep. he's using that, oh, wait, science. And he's using his brain on that one. But anyway, I've had, I've had enough for the day. <laughs> I don't know about you, David. So all of you out there, make sure you hit the like button. And then you can be done for the day. Too. More importantly, like, share, 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 share what's going on. So yeah, if you're watching us on social media, hey, send us your feedback as well at stayeducated.org. But for now, for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.